today i want to talk about a soul that is freed from bondage what is your next step you know we have to forget religion we have to forget religion because because religion has just taught us okay go back to church you know go back to singing go back to you know the you know we have to we have to re understand we have to relearn we have to re study the word of god and understand what when a bondage is broken we don't want we talked about that two weeks ago we don't want that bondage to come back into our lives that was a good place to say man so if you don't want a bondage to come back into your life now you have to keep your life in order there must be a certain order how many of you know order is the character of heaven order in your house is a character of heaven when you have order in your life when you have order in your house when you have order in your kitchen it's a reflection of your spirit order is a reflection of your spirit chaos is also a reflection of how your spirit is you went to pick up the key the key you forgot you went to take the key the, the coffee spilled on you you went to clean the coffee the cat jumped on you <laughs> and then you're thinking why am i like this no 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 it's it's more than just that you're clumsy <laughs> i'm sorry no i don't want to make you feel bad it's also a reflection that something is happening in your environment your spiritual environment something is not right and you have to clear the environment and say yes i shall not allow any serpents to enter into my environment Amen. agree with me Amen. so it's 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 up to you it's essentially up to you how you maintain that peace in your spirit so you can have waves come around you but your spirit that has peace will now take authority over the chaotic environment so we have to be careful not to allow the chaotic environment to cause chaos in our spirit but instead the peace in our spirit must bring peace to our environment Amen. your wife is going crazy your wife is saying that your wife is doing this wife is da 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 and now you start blaming my wife my wife my wife my wife and then now you are upset and you are blaming her and your children are going crazy and now you think that it is all your wife what happened to your spirit that means that the chaos in her spirit sunk your boat what was your spirit then doing you have to talk to me now don't go quiet on me <laughs> 
are you with me that means that you as the husband you as the priest of the house your spirit had to quieten the chaotic atmosphere but instead of bringing peace you have added to the chaos in such an environment you cannot see the manifestation of god's glory so whenever the enemy wants to steal the glory of god if i can just use that terminology then he will try to bring chaos into your spirit once he is able to stir up your environment then he can essentially overpower your spirit so always be aware of the peace in your environment you create it you are in charge of that the lord has empowered you you speak over the waves when you see waves raging don't be part of the waves take control of that waves i'm already teaching i'm already teaching okay so are you ready for today yes okay please if you will open your bibles to the book of ezra chapter 2 verse 63 ezra chapter 2 and uh, verse 63 Three. Uh, I've just been eating, 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 eating. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I don't know. I don't know when we land. Maybe next year. Next year. That's how much. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Ezra chapter 2 verse 63. and the tirshata said unto them or the governor said unto them that they should not eat of the most holy things till there stood up a priest with urim and with thummim what time they should not eat of the most holy things the things above the things that pertain to divinity don't eat it until there stood up a priest with urim and with tumim we're going to break down some mysteries tonight you have to stay close attention to me it's a journey lord this 
we are going back in history now okay this happened with the israelites that the bible says they provoked their god they provoked their god to anger they did not follow god's heart they disobeyed god's mind for an extended season for an extended because you got to understand the way god functions we know i've taught you this before that he has great long suffering and he is not quick to to destroy people he watches over them he forgives them he has deep long suffering patient steadfast love and then after an extended period of time he lets go of them into their own desires okay and you will see that happen with the israelites for an extended period of time they resisted they resisted and finally the lord said okay since you don't want to follow my laws since you don't want to follow my commandments i'm going to leave you to what you want how many of you know when god gives us up to our own desires that's not good that's not good you can see that in many places where sometimes when we keep saying i need this i need this i need this god will give that to you that is why jesus said about divorce he said he gave that because of their hardness of their heart not because it was the best thing to do but because their heart was so hardened that there was no other way that it says okay at this point at this junction at when these clauses happen then i'm going to allow divorce again not because i like it but because their heart is become too hardened to listen to me so i'm going to give them what they want they kept craving for a king kept craving for a king and after a while god said okay i'm going to give them what they want in fact do you know that is how god even started even in the way he would speak through a prophet the way he would begin to speak through a prophet in the beginning when the glory of god came down on the mount and he met with moses they saw the great sight tangible glory of god and they were so scared and they said don't let this happen again and god said it's right what they're saying is right from now on i will speak through a individual so so many things that we see today that's not how it was supposed to be it happened because somebody was too adamant with god and said no i need a prophet i need a king i need that i need this and god says okay give it to them give it to them so throughout the bible you see many places 
where God honored the persistent desires of the people even when it was not good for them. Because God respects human beings. He respects you as an individual where if you're going to be so stubborn and you're like, no, I need this, I can't live without it. God will let you have it. And then when it is painful, you come back and then say, God, you were right. We don't want that. We don't want that. Uh, I said, we don't want that. So it is better for us to understand his laws. How many of you get what I'm saying? It is better for us to understand his principles. It is better for us to understand his statutes, his ways. I want you to open your mouth and say, Lord, give me the grace to understand your ways. If I understand your ways, I understand your heart. If I understand your heart, I get to see your face. <laughs> you missed a good place. Did you get it? Ways will lead you to what? You will know his heart. Ways. He's saying, okay. If God is saying, I like it when you are standing. Or I like it when you shout. I like it when you bring me your first fruits. When God is saying, I like it when you honor me with your tithes. I like it when the people of God worship this way. I like it that even though your flesh is weak, you are still praying. I like it. You have to know what makes, what brings joy to the heart of God. Knowing his ways is knowing his heart. And knowing his heart is granting access to see his face. Okay. So the people of Israel, they did a, f a few boo-boos, I should say. Consistently disobeyed God until God gave them up the king of Babylon. A Gentile king. So when you hear the words God gave them up to the king of Babylon, you have to understand that is God withdrawing his presence. When God withdraws his presence, the enemy will come and destroy You have to get this. The enemy is always outside your door. The enemy is always outside the walls. The enemy is always waiting. The enemy is always shooting arrows. The enemy is always throwing stones at you. The enemy is always attacking you in one way or the other. But there is not a time when God allows him to have total victory. If he allows anything little, it is to train you for the battle. If he allows anything little, it is to train your fingers to battle. It is to train your hands to war. But it is not 
for your destruction how many of you understanding what i'm saying so from time to time god has to introduce oh can i can i can i freely teach you from time to time god has to introduce new kinds of problems in your life lest you forget how to war you know the worst thing that can happen to a child of god is that they forget they are so protected that they forget that this is a danger you can do to your children and i have seen some parents do that you shield your children overtly somebody said something oh you go running to defend your child somebody makes fun of somebody you don't teach up your child to stand up for them you go and defend them so the child gets used to hiding behind the parent they never grow capacity to defend themselves god will never make that mistake how many fans are anyone saying so from time to time he has to introduce battle lest you become lazy lest you allow lukewarmness in your spirit lest you become so used to security that when the smallest attack comes you are too rattled but in this case god completely withdrew his presence in the case of israel it was no more training it was no more test it was no more trials the lord withdrew himself when the lord withdrew himself the enemy came and overtook them now when this enemy king overtook them he took them as into exile he took them as captives but he did something more important very critical the king of babylon he destroyed the temple now please understand these israelites didn't value the temple the israelites didn't honor the temple it was because of that dishonor that god allowed them to be caught in the first place am i right so if they honored the presence of god in the temple they would have not been taken over by the enemy but it was their lack of dishonor that god allowed this enemy to come in but now you got to understand this evil king as evil as he was he was a king with understanding you cannot have victory without understanding whether you like them or not there are people out there that has more understanding than some christians sometimes just because we have jesus we feel that we have it all no not necessary some people don't have jesus yet but they have understood 
they have received understanding and they are out there and they are now being used by demons they are now a weapon in the hands of the enemy are you getting you will see that throughout you will see pharaoh you see he was very spiritual as soon as he saw joseph he said promote this guy you will see the same even with these kings as soon as they saw somebody that was gifted they promoted them because as evil as they were they also had understanding of how things work otherwise they wouldn't have been able to enter into the land of a child of god if a child of god is a superior grace and anointing and you are talking about an an evil king that had access into that environment what does that mean that means at some point somebody with more understanding of principles have taken over somebody who ignored practicing certain principles don't 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 am i have i lost you already or talk to me are you with me so somebody with more understanding of how things work have overtaken somebody who either had understanding and ignored it or they didn't have understanding in the first place either they didn't have understanding so they were overtaken by the enemy or they knew it but they have become too distracted with idols too distracted too familiar too lukewarm now the enemy has come and taken over them so there is just two groups once they are bound because they don't have understanding two they have understanding but they're not applying it okay you with me so far yes i have to go slow to make sure that you're coming with me okay but this king intelligent as he is he knows how the things work he said i'm not interested in in destroying their homes their their you know their the grocery store uh, their supermarket their their cinema theaters no, no, no i don't care about any of that but when i'm taking them as exiles there's one thing that i want to destroy that is their temple of god because that guy knows that temple of god is the reason i mean if you get what i'm saying is the reason for their safety that temple of god is the reason for their blessing the guy knows it so when he comes in the first thing he does is go desecrate the temple dishonor the temple destroy the temple take it down so that there is no more worship because if you give them a place of worship things can be restored so the first thing he wants to do is to take away your option 
to be restored. That one place that is going to cause your restoration, that is the thing that he attacks first. How many of you are getting me this? Now, let's fast forward. While in their exile, their cry reaches the Lord again. Now, God is about to bring them back. So they were captive for an extended period. Now, God has mercy. When God has mercy, an enemy king itself sends them the decree to go back. Enemy king. Listen to me. Don't give too much glory to the enemy. Because the Lord your God that you serve, it is him who has the hearts of the king. He holds them and he turns it the way he pleases. One king will be attacking you one day and the next day he will be writing you recommendations and why they should hire you and why you should get a promotion. And because it's not up to that king, it is up to your God. It's up to your God. So you don't need to worry about the king. You don't need to worry about anything on the outside. You just need to worry about your inside. Focus on fixing that. Because when you fix that, everything around you has to come to order. If you're learning something already, let me hear your amens. So now, I'm going to teach you what they did when they got back. What did they do when they got back? I want you to pay attention to this. Now these guys, they have now learned their lesson. And the governor rises and stands in, in front of them and he's now bringing them orders. He's giving them instructions. We're going to touch that and he's saying that we cannot enter into the eating of the holy substance until we fix certain things among us. And he's saying as number one priority, he's saying till there is a priest that stands with Urim and with Thummim. He's saying this is, this is the minimum requirement. We need a priest coming back and standing in the temple with Urim and Thummim. I'm going to explain that, don't worry. And until that happens, we are not able to enter into the divine things, into the things of God. We are not able to eat that which is holy and set apart. 
Okay? So he's saying, now you guys are back from exile. He said, but this is the minimum requirement. This is the minimum requirement. This is what we are focusing on. A restoration of that priest. Now in order for that priest to be restored, I'll explain to you what, what he meant, but before that, let's, I want you to understand. For that priest to function, I said there needs to be a temple. Now in order for that temple to come, we are the ones that are building that temple. Okay? And you will see him coming to them. In few verses, you will see in chapter 1 onwards, you will see they come and they say, we got to build this temple. We got to build these broken walls. It is up to us. So we did something in the first place that caused us to go captive. Okay? We did something in the first place that caused us to go captive. So now we need to correct those things in order for us to make sure that the nearness of God is back with us. Let me put it this way. You can be forgiven by God. But that does not mean that the favor of God is restored. One more time. You can be forgiven by God. But does not necessarily mean that the favor of God is restored. So it was one thing to be able to say, Lord, forgive my sins and, and, and the Lord says forgiven. But can God trust you again? And can God trust you with his glory? It's two different things. So if you're listening to me, we are not just focusing on one thing. We are, we are, we are, I'm just setting your way. I'm just building the grounds right now. We are about to take off, okay? So when they come back, the first thing they do is they begin to collect money towards that. They begin to collect finances. They begin to come together. You will see even verse chapter 2 verse 68. Some of the chief of the fathers when they came to the house of the Lord which is at Jerusalem. What did they do? They offered freely for the house of God to set it up in his place. Verse 69. They gave after their ability unto the treasure of the work Three score and 1,000 drams of gold. That is 31,000 drams of gold. And 5,000 pounds of silver. And 100 priest garments. Okay. I want you to observe two things in that place. Two things. Number one. These guys have been in exile. 
Where do they have the money from? They were captives. They were captives. So if you look at how God is functioning right now with them, God is not sitting them and saying, oh, it's okay, you guys, you guys went through a lot of suffering, a lot of hardship, you guys take a rest, you know, you don't have to bring anything to the house of God. Take, no, 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 no. They took charge because they were not willing to be victims. Because now they know it was a lack of principles that brought me into this place. Now when I am restored, I am going to start with what I neglected in the first place. Because you see, when you begin to, begin to take God for granted, one of the areas that you will affect the most is the way you honor the Lord with your giving. And so those that want to argue, you will see them, always they will, this is their biggest argument. Their biggest argument is, oh, they are poor people. Why are you asking money from poor people? Why are you asking money from captives? Why are you asking money from people that just came back from exile? They don't understand the kingdom principle. In their mind, in their heart, if somebody does not have money, you have to feed them. You have to give them. You give them. But in the kingdom of God, how it works is that when somebody needs a breakthrough, they don't stay as a victim. They take that thing that is left. I'll show it to you in the scripture. I show it to you in the scripture. This is, this is, you will see, whatever the, that is left. So when they went into exile, somewhere and all, they got to dig and bury their wealth. They came back, they redug all that treasure. And they said, we know where is the safest place. The safest place is the presence of God. The best bank to save is in the kingdom of God. Every other bank can go broke, but the kingdom of God has long-term memory. You can never invest into the bank of heaven and be broke. So you look at how throughout the scriptures you talk about those even with nothing. Do you know if you want to destroy a community, put them on providence. Put them on social providence. Just keep giving them money every week. They will stay broke for their entire life. That is why you will see when the prophet came to that widow, she just said, I just have this one bread I'm supposed to make this last loaf, one for me, one for my son. We are planning on dying. What did the prophet say? Oh my goodness, is this your last? Oh no, I think I must have heard wrong. These days my prophetic is not sharp because God told me you are supposed to feed me but when I came to you, you just have one plate left. So I must have heard wrong. 
the prophet is very confident it's okay he said it's okay before you die <laughs> you first make me a plate you bring me a bread first is it because i am sent to you you know thank god can you imagine <laughs> if elijah lived today if the prophet lived today they would it would be news the prophet went to a widow and ate her last loaf of bread this guy we got to cancel him cancel prophet elijah global ministries we can't this guy is very bad is this the guy who ate the last bread of the widow they would have made fun of that the prophet would come to a widow who is crying saying please help me the debtors are coming you know the debtors are i have nothing help me he's not he's not saying okay i'm going to help you and i'm going to create something out of the thin air he asks her what do you have left in your house can you imagine imagine the shock of that woman thinking man he's going for that last bit of oil that i have that's the last i have nothing left little bit oil and the prophet is asking for that people of god if you don't understand how the kingdom works that is why when jesus said i bring good news good tidings i have come for the good to do good today's society would interpret that as what to do good means to give money to the poor but yet he said i've come to preach the gospel the good news to the poor to preach not to give to the poor to preach the good news to the poor thus poor thus poor people need more preaching but yet that is what jesus said you can either give to a poor and now they depend on you for the rest of their life or you can preach the good news of how they can come out of that spirit of poverty the enemy would like you staying crippled for the rest of your life and the way he can do that to you is to just supply your needs where you are and never require for you to identify what caused me to come here in the first place you see there's two kinds of ministries that you can see even among the people that are known as spirit filled you know people that have understanding of the things of god one is a group where you go to them and they pray for you and they administer deliverance they release healing they release breakthrough they and now every time you need a breakthrough you need that prophet to lay hands on you that's why 
it's not bad i'm not i'm not saying i'm not criticizing that as negative i'm just saying that there's two kinds and there's the other kind where good news is taught to you saying this other reasons why there is these limitations in your life rise up and walk both exist both exist the latter is more powerful because if you understand how you got crippled in the first place you can save your children from not getting crippled again but i'm telling you i'm telling you people like the first people like the first you know in those healing uh conferences that we had about for in 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 25 days uh 4 weeks i think 4 weeks how many days 28 days more than that i, I don't remember how many days we had back to back services we had over 25000 people that attended in this in this baby auditorium over 25000 people that came in over 400 people that testified about their healing and then the sunday after how many people came back and i started thinking to myself i said wait a minute this doesn't make this math doesn't add up because i like to think and i said all my volunteers they spent over 8 hours working most of them went home 4 5 in the morning powerful revival beautiful revival they were drained yet they kept coming back they honored their pastor they honored god and what he was doing now is they sacrificially came back to feed whom a group of people that came to get their healing there was at least few of them we met in different stores where they would come and say oh do you remember me i'm the one who got healed of cancer and i'm like where did you go <laughs> I'm the one that says oh do you remember me I said uh, sorry can you remind me oh I'm the one that came I had uh, the 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 bag the the oxygen tank I'm here I've never used it I said okay okay I hope you come back next week <laughs> never came thousands of people that were here people of God not a single one of them was there at the foot of the cross when Jesus was dying they all ate the phylos and two fishes they all saw jesus do miracles where were they they received miracles the only one that remained was john a jesus lover who had deep understanding everybody else when the wind blew 
they were blown away when the miracles didn't last they were blown away this is thing about your your biological body you see every minute is ticking right so you're so focused on your healing on your right knee after a few months you come back for your left knee <laughs> i'm telling you some of some of our prophets will never go out of job because you'll keep coming you'll keep coming but what is greater is having understanding in your spirit amen see even your amens are very weak if i said a miracle is coming right you guys would have jumped up and said amen spirit that has information is greater than a body that is weak my god my god my god one more time one more time a spirit that is greater is greater than a weakness in your body people don't underestimate how much of spiritual intelligence that that is inside your spirit in these days as your spirit is growing and growing and growing it is going to grow to the point where you become the solution listen i do not say you bring the solution you become the solution you being in the boat you being in the ship your presence in the ship the ship will break but nobody around you will die my goodness rakabrokosatarababa sit down sit down sit down sit down so he's these guys i said i want you to notice two things one i said that they were not of victims they said let us correct our wrongs let us bring to god what belongs to god i'm telling you many of you that are saying pray for me pray for me pray for me time out begin to say god i'm going to honor you with my substance you see this is this is this is right when all the people that are stingy gets triggered ah he's talking about money you only have a problem with money because you are stingy nobody that loves giving will have a problem when giving is taught from the scriptures In fact Jesus talked more about money than he spoke about heaven and hell together. Yeah. Study you will see it. 34 38 times Jesus spoke about money and yet people will start fighting oh they're talking about money. 38 times Jesus said taught about money. So you're looking at these guys that understood something. Why why let's let's break it down. Why is it so important? 
because honor the lord with your substance you cannot say you honor something and you don't have substance involved in it it's not it, it is not honor at all when i understood that my god yes mama and i we became voracious givers because we understood something that works <laughs> we've given up trying to do budget the other day she is like she she took a basic budget of what is required and she said this the math doesn't add up i said don't count <laughs> i said the math doesn't add up don't count i said don't count. if you count it doesn't add up we walk by faith not by sight <laughs> don't count <laughs> there is a grace you enter into ah. the second thing i want you to observe about that is that look verse 68 and some of the chief of the fathers when they came to the house of the lord wait a minute i thought they were coming to the house of the lord to build it but they're declaring it as they have already arrived at the house of the lord there was no walls there was no walls yet but spiritually they had come to a location where it was designated and set apart and consecrated ah uh, although currently it was without walls when they came to that place they knew this is the house of god because the house of god is it's not the walls that made the house of god it's the people and what they did there their actions in that location is what caused that place to be set apart where the presence of god would dwell i pray that some of you can begin to look at a location there is no walls but can you look at that place and say i declare this is the house of god <laughs> a few times the last few months the holy spirit began to ask me to do that the lord would take me to a place it was very challenging and the lord would say now you see how this place is supposed to be and i would look at that area that was void and i would begin to declare over that area and i would begin to see and i would begin to go into details and say i see this i see this and then this and then this within months that would pop up the lord is looking at a group of people that now are functioning out of understanding that they would call forth things that does not exist as as if they were already there how many of you understand it requires understanding now to function like that that your spirit is so grown to the point where now you stand there and you begin to declare because now the enemy wants you to look at what is fallen The enemy wants to look at say it doesn't exist. The enemy wants you to be discouraged and disappointed. But yet now you're not looking at that location through 
Oh man, I'm Procosia. Through your natural eyes, you're looking at that place through the eyes of the Lord. For this to happen, they said, we need to restore that priest. Now let me explain that to you because I can see you're curious to understand. Urim and Tumim were two devices that was used in the Old Testament. Some people say that it was used like a lot. A, a dice would be thrown and a lot would be taken. Some others say it was two stones where light would penetrate through that stone giving them direction. It was a manner in which the priest would know the will of God. So they would call one perfect and the other light. Perfect light. So what was this priest doing with the perfect light. Light that is perfect is a light without shadows. Light that is seen without veils. Light. A perfect light is a light that has no adulteration in it. In other words, perfect light meaning perfect information perfect truth perfect revelation that would come through this priest that would give them direction perfect light light that will bring information and where you go wow I see now I understand now and these guys are saying, we are back from captivity, but what we need to restore is a priest among us that can stand in the gap and bring us into the perfect light. Let me show you more. Second Chronicles, please. Second Chronicles chapter 15. I want you to open your Bibles to 2 Chronicles chapter 15. This is going to help you. I want to give honor where honor is due. I want to thank God for my spiritual father who highlighted this verse. Thank you. You know, some verses you read it for many years and you don't see it until it is shown. Uh, you get it. 15 verse 1. And the Spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Obed. Oh, Spirit of God came upon. Some things, when the Spirit of God comes and he's begin to speak, now you have to pay attention because you're about to read some principles, okay? And he went out to meet Asa and said, Asa was one of the kings, and said unto him, Hear you me, Asa. 
and all Judah and all and Benjamin. Uh, we've touched this one time. The Lord is with you while you be with him. People of God, do you hear me? Yes. People of God, do you hear me? Yes. People of God, are you with me? Yes. Look. You need somebody to give you principles that you can hold on to. Please, will you remember these principles? The Lord is with you while you are with him. Meaning, when you are with him, he is with you. You cannot be with him and not have him with you. So if you are in a place where you do not see him beside you, it is not because he left you. It is because you are not with him. Because if you are with him, he is with you. Look at, look at your neighbor and say, there is no excuse. Can you tell them that? No excuse. No excuse. Anytime somebody says, I don't feel the presence of God. <laughs> what are you saying? What are you saying? What are you saying? Impossible. Because here, the Lord is saying, the Lord is with you while you be with him. While. Meaning there is going to be certain other whiles when you are not necessarily with him. But if you are with him, church, listen to me now. If you are with him, he's with you 100%. In your classroom, if you are with him, he's with you for sure. In your workplace, if you are with him, he is with you for sure. Amen. So when you say, I don't, I, I don't have the Lord with me. No, 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 no. He never left you. It is you that have left them somewhere. Because while you are with him, he has promised to never leave you or forsake. I want you to look at somebody and tell them, he's never left you. Never. Impossible. God has never left you. It is you. <laughs> if you feel that Lord has left, it's never the Lord. It's never the Lord. People of God, I can guarantee you, I can assure you, He is the lover of your soul. He is a faithful God. Even when we are not faithful, He is faithful. He is committed to us more than we are committed to Him. He's a good, good father. I said he's a good, good father. Look at somebody and say, he's committed to us. He is committed to us. Oh, he's more committed to you than your husband is committed to you. He's more committed to you than your wife is committed to you. He's more committed to you than your children will ever be committed to you. He is more committed to you more than your pastor, your prophet, your teacher, your pastor, your best friend. He is more committed to you than any other human being on this planet. You can be sure about it. 
you can be sure you can be sure take this to the bank they say while you are with him he's with you and next if you seek him <laughs> he will be found so so for those who say i haven't found the answer why is that because you haven't sought him enough you haven't sought him the right way because here it is from the mouth of god god cannot lie people of god how many of you agree god cannot lie amen how many of you agree god cannot lie amen. if you have sought him and not found a solution have you really sought him have you because here is say if you seek him he will be found by you he will be found by you so that means there is a, a hole a leak in the way we seek him we cannot blame god people of god you cannot change your theologies to fit your lack of understanding of why you haven't found an answer that's what people do today they start changing theologies and say maybe you know maybe god doesn't listen anymore maybe the gifts don't exist maybe the gifts stop no 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 just because your cousin died doesn't mean that god stopped raising the dead yes just because you are not here we cannot change who god is and say that he doesn't heal anymore he is a faithful god refuse to believe the lies of the enemy if you start surrendering yourself to accept defeat you will stop seeking that's right did you hear what i said if you surrender to defeat you will stop seeking him so why does the enemy want us to accept defeat because he knows that if you don't accept defeat you will continue seeking and if you continue seeking you will find him look you can't do the same thing and then expect different results so you've been seeking in a certain way and that doesn't work change the manner in which you are seeking him change the manner because he has promised that if you seek him he will be found of you oh my goodness oh my goodness i want you to just confess this this is so powerful this verses i want you to look at somebody and say god is promising us right now that he will be found by us if we seek him right come on tell tell him tell him, he will be found by us yes 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 it's a guarantee it is a surety church rise up church be revived church hope again yes. hope deprived makes a heart sick yes. sick people usually die and you can die because you have no hope and i declare over you you shall not die there was a time that i can trace in my life where i was desperate 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 but i was not searching the right way and 
my spirit came to a place where i thought that i couldn't go on anymore and god in his mercy when i persisted i remember i pursued god for 40 more days of fasting that was the day light came into my spirit and all of a sudden i my eyes were open vast oceans vast skies endless clouds and i said there is more i see i see because when you come to a place where you don't see anymore that's when your heart ceases refuse to give up hope yes. child of god refuse to give up hope yes. i'm telling you right now this is not an accident that you're hearing my words right now the holy spirit is speaking to somebody you will find the lord yes. somebody say i receive it for the scary part if you forsake him he will forsake you now many people think that forsaking god would mean to open your mouth and say okay today i am forsaking god no it doesn't necessarily have to you open your mouth and say those lines if you forsake his ways you forsake him if you forsake his instructions you forsake him he says this is the way i'd like you to come to my presence you forsake it you forsake his audience if he says this is what i want you to worship me like and then you're like now nah, i say i prefer this is my personal way no 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 he's a king he doesn't he doesn't say okay do like you feel like it no 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 he has prescribed how he wants his people to come near his presence so that is why you see many people that say they love jesus but yet they have not found the favor of the lord because they have forsaken his ways they have forsook his instructions the more you forsake his instructions the more you are ignoring and walking away from his presence and that was a kind of season where israelites were and the next verse is it they were without three things because of that three things number 1 now for a long season israel has been had been without the true god everybody write down in your notes true god mark it on the line without true god three things that that they lost in their life that a child of god should never lose number one is what a true god How many of you know Jesus is a true God? Let me rephrase. Jesus the only God. He is the way, the truth and the life. There is no other way to heaven 
except through Jesus. Is that clear? Okay, number two. They were without a teaching priest. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. He's not just talking about a priest. He's talking about a priest that can teach them. What is that? You know, when God positioned the priests, they had a very critical objective in their life. It was to pass down their experiences, their informations, their stories, their testimonies. What happened to their father? What happened to their fathers? It was, it was their job to pass it down to their children and their children's children. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. So God is saying that when these Israelites lost favor, they lost three things. One, they lost their true God. Two, they lost their teaching priest. A priest that could come and give them principles. A priest that could give them information of how they could protect their children. A priest that could bring that perfect light into their spirit. A priest that could bring revelation. Ah, that is where I We've been, we've been talking about Urim and Thummim because it was not just having a priest. It was not just about having a priest that takes care of the tabernacle. It had to be a priest that could handle the Urim and Thummim. Yes. How many of you understanding what I'm saying? So it had to be somebody that understood the perfect light that could receive understanding when you receive the light, you receive understanding. Yes. And bring that understanding to the people of God. Ah. And the third thing, he said, and without law. Law, meaning anything goes. Anything goes. You do whatever you want. You come whenever you want. You stand, you sit, you do. Freedom, in the name of freedom. In the name of liberty. A generation fights. In the name of freedom, we rebel. In the name of liberty of the Holy Spirit, we divide churches. In the name of freedom, we fight order. Three things that will protect you. Number one is having that God over your life. Number two, having the blessing of a teaching priest in your life. Number three, holding on to those principles. These three things, if you have these three things, no demons can take you down. I hope somebody that is watching you have these three things. 
I hope somebody that is listening to me here today that you have somebody that can teach you the things of God. This is your protection. So that is why this guy is saying, we are back from captivity. We are back from what? From captivity. He said, if you don't want to go back to captivity, you need to find a priest that can handle Urim and Tumim. Because you need to go back and say, hey, what? We know the written word. (laughs) You see, the law, the scriptures, they already had. But that's not what he's talking about. He's saying, find a priest that knows to handle Urim and Tumim. Because we have the written scriptures. But how can Somebody understand, the Bible says, until somebody is sent to them. Sent. It is in, in, in your Bible. How can somebody understand until somebody is sent? God is sending somebody to somebody. That is why you have to be very careful of who your teaching priest is. Very careful. God He's a God of generations. God is a God of generations. He respects generations. But in every generation, he's giving that generation a spoken word. So the word that was given to a last generation is to be respected. A word that was given in the last century is respected. The word given to our Great fathers are respected. But in every generation, there is a fresh revelation that is given. A fresh instruction to that generation is given. The capacity to hear what God is speaking now is as important as what God spoke thousands of years ago. Many people will take you into the pages and say, this is what happened then. But we want somebody who can handle the Urim and Tumim now and say, thus saith the Lord. What is God speaking now? I want a now word. I want a now word in my spirit. That is why Jesus said, I have much to say but you cannot bear it. But all these things will be taught to you when the comforter comes. Because when the comforter comes, he is going to reveal things to you in a way you have not understood. That is why scripture without the Holy Spirit will never take you anywhere. Do you get what I'm saying? Scripture without Rema will never take you anywhere. Scripture without the spoken word of God can never take you anywhere. You need somebody that is able to bring you the now light into your spirit. Oh, come on, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. Are you full? I see, I see, I see, I see. Did you know that it's 10 o'clock? I was shocked. I just looked up and it says 10 o'clock. 
I usually try to stop by 9.15, 9.30, but it's 10. You know what? We'll come back. We'll eat more. We are just warming up now. This is somebody that has come from captivity. They're saying, Chris, we can't make the same blunder again. We can't make the same blunder. And they say, we need to raise up Levites to worship. So they first focused on making sure they bring their treasure to the house of God. Treasure, what is important to them, they brought to the Lord. Not what they don't want, not, not change that was left, what they value, they brought. And then they're saying that now we need to be worshippers. So restore Levites. Bring Levites that can lead us in worship. Where's my worship team? People that can lead people to the presence of God. Why are they building up all that? They're positioning themselves. Why? So that they may be a priest with understanding. I will stand up and say, you have the scriptures, let's read it. But beyond that, let me bring you to a, where the light of God is shining. Where the light of God is shining. You know, there's a lot of pages to this book, right? Yes. Talk to me. Yes. Ah, listen, are you with me? Yes. There's a lot of pages. Which page is God speaking from today? Amen. We need that. Yes. We need that. We can't, we can't just guess we need to know where is God right now today? What page does he want me to be in? What is his now word for my spirit? What is my now word? The now word is that he's restoring us with perspective. Perspective is coming back. Perspective is coming back to the church where now we begin to value certain things in a way that we've never valued before. Saying, I will never go back to captivity again. Amen. <laughs> I'm telling you, as long as you have a teaching priest, you cannot go back to captivity again. You cannot be broke again. You shall not be destroyed in the name of Jesus. The word coming to you every week every week is your protection I said the word coming to you every week is your protection refuse to allow anybody to tell you otherwise there is no greater blessing on this planet than to have a now word and I know that we're just warming up. I've just set the platform for next week. We will continue and say, you know this, what I'm teaching right now, you can take it for decades and this will hold you up. Because it is the voice of God that came to them and said, Israel went through bad times because they did not have these three things. May the Lord make sure 
and keep you protected Amen. you will not go to the left and to the right Amen. your house shall be protected Amen. your spirit shall be protected Amen. can i declare this over you no more chains on your spirit Amen. na 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 how many of you agree with me i said no more limitations you will never go down anymore you have to go from glory to glory to go rise up for prayer heavenly father we thank you for your sweet presence lord we didn't realize how much time has passed but i thank you that the word is in the spirit thank you that understanding is in the spirit they will hold on and value that which god values they will begin to value that which god values not what what we desire not what we want but we want what god wants for us can you can you agree that can you agree that can you agree that oh the spirit of the lord came upon that prophet and he prophesied to the king asa these are the three things that israel missed father never shall we be found without the fear of god without a teaching priest and without holding on to the principles that are being taught those principles will become life to every part of our bones those principles will become protection to every part of our finances those principles will become a protection to our marriages so protect us god we hold on to your teachings 